Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Well, welcome back to Becoming His Vessel podcast. And it's my privilege today to be joining with me on this podcast by way of telephone, Angela Hendon. And you've heard from Angela in the past. She actually is the state watchman coordinator for His Vessel Ministries. And she is in the north part of the state, but works different counties in leading people to pray, get involved in praying for their city. So welcome, Angela. I'm excited to be here. Angela and I are going to talk about the Watchman over the city, a ministry that His Vessel Ministry coordinates, was called to do. I'm going to share the vision of that. Angela's going to share how she um, has a passion for this and a passion for prayer. Many of you are hearing, you're still continuing to hear about the great outpouring, the move of God that happened in Asbury in Wilmore, Kentucky, and God is continuing to move through that in other areas throughout our nation and wherever I go. And I'm sure this is true for many of you as as it is with Angela. People are saying, well, how can we get that movement in our city? How will God come by the Holy Spirit and move? We want revival. In fact, just today, I was in a group of people and they were praying and they said, "We, we want this revival. We want this revival. And so we have to be very careful about how we move forward in that. Yes, we all want revival. We're going to talk about how that all starts. But how is it that we, each one of us as believers, could get our hearts, maybe get our home in position that God could move in the same way or similar way, but the Holy Spirit could come in and blow the breath of God usher in the glory of God in our area and start revival that we've all been praying for for so many years. I want to start by just sharing with you the Watchman ministry. And and Angel, feel free to chime in at any moment here. But just to give a background, because so many of you may not be familiar with when we say the Watchman, because that's a common word in the Bible, because in the Old Testament it was common for cities— to have to guard their city, and they would assign watchmen on the wall. They would stand post on the wall to guard their city, to peer out into the distance to see, are there any enemies approaching our city that would be a threat to us, that would bring harm to us? And if they peered out into the distance and they would see someone approaching or something approaching that would threaten their security, they would take action. And so I remember... Over 18 years ago, when the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart after we had His Vessel Ministry organized here in Montgomery, we were focused on Bible study and discipleship. And I just remember one day in my prayer closet, just the Holy Spirit speaking to me to start the watchman. 
And my response is, I don't even know what the watchmen are. I, I knew that word from the Bible, but I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what their assignment was, but it was so strong, the Holy Spirit on my life that I knew that I had to read the word and follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit, not really understanding how critical and important that was. And so at that time, I said, yes, Lord, I'll do that. And so God led me to gather intercessors throughout the city, people that prayed for the city, had a heart for the city to come together and be watchmen, to take days and walk and pray in the streets of the city. I remember when I issued the call, in fact, I'll tell this cute story, wonderful friend of mine that's been an intercessor in this city for years, I remember going to her, and Angela, you know her, Jane Aragai. And I said, I feel like this is what God's calling me to do. And I sense that we're to gather intercessors to come together and pray for this city because we need to be protected in this city. This is where we live and we earn a living. We worship in church here. We raise in our families here. I remember speaking to Jane and saying, but Jane, I don't know the intercessors. I, I don't know who they are. And she came back at me and she said, you don't have to know who they are. You just issue the call. When the Holy Spirit issues a call, the intercessors will come because intercessors are ready to pray. And when they hear a call that's issued by the power of the Holy Spirit, they will come and pray as directed by the Holy Spirit. Of course, in my mind, early in my young spiritual days, I'm thinking, okay, she gets that, but I'm not sure that's how that works. That was exactly how it worked. I just put out a call throughout the city for intercessors to come and pray for the city because we need our city protected. We needed people on the wall, so to speak, guarding the city. And this was another verse that God spoke to me to lead the watchman, to begin the watchman, was Zechariah 2.5. And I just remember from Zechariah, it was like the Holy Spirit said, the watchman will pray, and as they pray, that will be the fuel of a fire that I will start around the borders of this state. And it will be like a firewall of protection around this state to guard you and protect you. And here's the other thing, that the more the prayer, the more the fuel on the fire. And that's the way God spoke that to me. And what I remember is that, you know, the Holy Spirit will speak to you the way you understand. And see, I was raised on a farm, and we cleared our own land that we farmed. And every year when we grew watermelons, we had to clear the land, and we would go build a firewall around that land and then burn off that land, and it was all in protecting the land so we could get it cleared. God spoke to me in language that I could understand. And I remember when we were building that firewall, the more fuel on the fire, the higher the blaze would go up. And that was such a picture for me that this is what the watchmen do. The more watchmen, the more prayer from the watchmen was like pouring fuel on the fire that would burn higher and higher and higher. I just knew that's what God was saying. So we started the Watchman, like I said, over 18 years ago. The structure has been so simple, it has never changed. And every 40 days, we have people, they get a new Watchman assignment. 
You volunteered to be a watchman. You volunteered to take one day out of the 40 days. And you are given a prayer plan that we write here at His Vessel Ministries because we see the needs. We see how the enemy is moving. We see how we need to pray for our city, how we need to pray for our state. And there's a watchman prayer plan prayed, praying the Word of God on the needs of our cities, on the needs of the state. And that is sent out to everyone that volunteers to take a day out of 40 days and they walk the streets of the city and they walk and pray that prayer plan and pray anything in addition to as the Holy Spirit leads them. And so I know when we first started, we, we wondered, well, how often would we take this assignment? And so many times God would work on a 40-day cycle in the Bible and the power of that. And so that's how we started was that we all said, okay, we'll take one day out of 40 days. And it's also part of equally bearing the burden so that not everyone's having to pray every other day or so forth. But we had enough people that volunteered intercessors who came forth that we agreed that 40-day cycle was important. And if you're in a county where maybe you don't have 40 people, some people take two watchman days within a 40-day cycle because there are intercessors that have, they want to contribute more to the prayer time and they want to cover the day. But that's so important that we participate in that and we take on that assignment with commitment. Angela, you remember this probably better than me. What year did we start where we took it outside of Montgomery and then we started taking it to other cities and counties in the state? Do you recall that? Well, I know that I started this, the group that we're in Coleman where I live, and it's been almost seven years now. So that was about the time that you began spreading it to other counties. Um, and I just felt like the Holy Spirit was leading me to started in Coleman because I really felt the need to pray, just as you had been teaching, the need to pray for the city in which I live and pray for protection over that. And we began the watchman here in Coleman. And then after that, I just knew, I knew you needed help in doing that. And I, I really just believe that God called me to this. It wasn't something that I went looking for. It was just the Lord put this on my heart to help to, to spread the watchman to other counties in Alabama. And um, so we've been trying to do that ever since is spreading it throughout every county in Alabama is our goal. Mm -hmm. Because like what we saw in Asbury, the same way here, prayer precedes and prepares for deliverance. And so it does take troops on the ground. I've heard you say this, an army gathering shield to shield to shield, praying for that protection, and then just waiting on God to move however God knows to move in the city and throughout the state. And so that's why we start with prayer. So many people are calling for revival in the city. So many people are wanting revival in their university where they're located or their schools, and that's wonderful. We've all been praying for revival for such a long time. But it starts with prayer, doesn't it? Yes. Sometimes we expect God to move immediately and we want him to do everything on our timetable, but he is sovereign and he, he works on his timetable, but we just seek his face and uh, long for his presence. And whenever he is ready, we're ready. 
That's right. Because what revival does is it brings us back to the heart of God. It brings us back the hunger for God, back in that right relationship with God. And this was something that I saw at Asbury that people that came, and I said this earlier in another podcast, people really came because they were hungry for God. They wanted to experience God. And so God brings the revival to bring us back to the heart of God. And what it's all about, it's not about getting life comfortable again, which we like comfort, not getting back convenient so we can go on and do our own thing. It's all about getting back to the heart of God, which is all about getting back in a right relationship with God. And that's what God is after. And He uses revival to get us back in that relationship. And He uses prayer to connect the relationship. So why would we think it would be anything other than prayer that would start the movement, that would start the reviving? Because in reviving, we got to realize, we got to let the Holy Spirit convict us of our sin, confess it, but repent. And this is what, as watchmen, many times we walk the streets and pray, and we pray for repentance because we see the need in our cities for us to repent. Yes. When we first started the group here in Coleman, and I had learned this from going in and observing in Montgomery how you did did things, and um, one of the things we we started with was just um, tearing down strongholds, praying over the sins of the city, and raising up banners of of God and His holiness, His righteousness. And so that's how we started. And we, we did that for weeks and weeks, just praying, just forgiveness for the sins of the city. Um, and that's, to me, it was kind of like that was cleaning the plate for us to be ready to begin praying for protection over our city. Mm-hmm. Angela, let's talk about how we, because I'm asked this question, and I know you are, because you travel throughout the state and as you're invited to different groups and talk with intercessors about covering their city and people will say well well i pray all the time for my city i pray every day i pray from wherever i am why is it important to be intentional and praying together with other watchmen praying in unity with the word of god watching over your city through prayer um, and I do hear that a lot. And there are people who are committed to praying for their city and their and the state and the nation. But one thing that we see in Scripture, and this comes to my mind, is that Jehoshaphat um, in Second Chronicles chapter 20, when he was being attacked by these kings that have joined together to come against him, he called all of Judah together to pray. And every man, woman, and child was expected to fast and pray because he saw the the necessity, the need for us to join together, to be unified in our prayers. And you see it again in in the New Testament, when in Acts, when the early church was beginning, these people were always together praying. Um, I think about when when Peter was thrown into prison and they were all together praying for Peter um, to get out of prison, and he did. Um, So, all throughout Scripture, Old and New Testament, you see people coming together 
um, to pray together, to be unified, um, because there is power in that. And, and Satan knows that. He knows the power that we have when we're unified in prayer, and he does everything he can to keep us from it. Um, especially we as Westerners, we, we tend to think individually more than the rest of the world does. We, we tend to think, oh, I'm okay if I'm praying by myself. But when Jesus was speaking to the people who were starting this new church in the New Testament, when they talked, the disciples asked him how to pray, he said, the words were plural, our Father who art in heaven. It was, he was teaching them that there is, it's community and community is important especially to them in that new church, they were all being thrown out all over the world through persecution and everywhere they went, they wanted to remain in this unity as much as they could by praying. And they had times of prayer that they prayed at the same time every day. So that's the point I wanted to make was that all throughout scripture, not just the Old Testament, but the New Testament too, is the, the power of praying together in unity. And when you send out that letter, we're all praying the same prayer, the same scriptures. We're praying all of that at the same time every day, all of us in unity. And we're also reading out scripture over our city. Everybody's reading the same scripture every day. And there's just, there's power in the word of God as we're speaking it out in unity also. Mm-hmm. And that just gives that formation before God, our faith that God will respond to our prayers and that God will perform his word because we're saying to God, God, as we're reading this word, we, we take you by faith. We trust you that you know better for our city than we do. And God, you're, you're more capable of protecting this city. So by faith, we are praying, we're beseeching you. We're calling on your name. And doing that in unity and with a force, like I say, and I've heard you say this so many times, like an army of people, that moves the heart of God. It's just, to me, it's it's just showing our evidence that we know, just like Jehoshaphat said, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And that's what we're doing as watchmen coming together. When we don't know what else to do, we keep our eyes on the Lord um, because we realize that he is our hope. He is our only hope. It's not in the government. It's not in anything else except the Lord. And, and that, that's where our focus is, is this focusing on the Lord. Yes. And you know, so many times we've experienced with the watchman, as people walk and pray, we ask them to be listening, very discerning to the voice of God. It's the Holy Spirit allowing them to see something or in tune to something that they need to pray protection over. And, you know, us sitting here writing a letter, you sitting there where you are, we may miss that. But for another watchman discerning an additional prayer point, this is why we need one another. This is why we need to come together and pray, because the Holy Spirit doesn't just tell one person. I mean, there's protection in that. And, you know, as a result of being faithful to pray and to pray the word and trust God, And, you know, I say all the time, I used to tell my Brooke this when she was in high school, the Holy Spirit will bring to your doorstep what you need to know. And that's the truth. I mean, the Holy Spirit will bring right to your doorstep what you need to discern and pray and the wisdom that you need to put on that matter. I've seen that happen in Watchmen. 
God through the Holy Spirit will enlighten you to what the prayer needs are, but it takes an army of people. And, and, and God moves in a force. I mean, we need the power of God. So the more watchmen, the more praying, the more fuel, the more power, and the higher the firewall. And I think we all have to agree in our state. We need a higher firewall of protection around our state. There are so many things that the enemy wants to come in that's acceptable throughout our nation, but we want to protect it. But here's what we talk about a lot, and this is where my conviction is, because I, you, you can be in a lot of prayer groups. You can be praying a lot of things, and yes, led by the Holy Spirit. But my conviction, my heart, is covering my territory. I cannot tell you how many times it has been confirmed in my heart. Make sure you're covering your own city in prayer. It's easy sometimes to connect with the, you know, with the national movement. We're all praying nationally. But are you jumping over your own city walls to pray for something else and forsaking the very area that you live in? I think it's so important that as individuals, wherever we are living, that we take the responsibility to be a watchman and pray for our own city. We can pray in addition to other areas, but make sure you cover your own territory. This is where we live. This is where we've chosen to invest our time, our life, our living. Why would we forsake praying and asking God to protect our own territory if this is where we've chosen to live? So to me, that's such convincing evidence that we all need to be watchmen. We all need to be watchmen right where we live to make sure our city, our territory is prayed for and covered. Right, one thing that um, when I was watching the Asbury um, revival and they they had it live, one thing that stood out to me was the needs of our young people and how they were, many of them were being set free from strongholds, addictions, dealing with anxiety, depression, and they pointed out that the second leading cause of death in young people is suicide. And to me, that was just, it was an alarm. Um, It was convicting to me because I admitted that to myself, I have not been praying for, we have a college here, a local college, and I had not been praying for them. I tend to focus on the high school and younger and hadn't, you know, hadn't, thought of the needs of those young people that are so struggling and they they're about to go out into the world um, to raise families to have jobs and they need they need god Um, and that was so obvious to me through that and and so i have committed to myself that i'm going to that's a thing that i'm just committed to is to begin praying for this our local college and our young people that that are so struggling right now mm-hmm. and they desperately need our prayers. So to me, that's part of the watchman too, is, is being aware, what are our needs? What are the, the places? And we've seen a, attacks over our children and young adults over the last three years, especially. The enemy has just come after our children. So we must be, we must be praying for them. And I put a watch over my mouth because when I look out there and I see 
in our universities, our colleges, you know, what's being taught, what's being promoted that does not line up with the Word of God. My first instinct is to be critical of that. And yet now, I, you know, I stop and say, Joe, have you prayed first? Are you praying for them? Are you praying them? Because if we don't pray, the walls come down, the enemy comes in, builds up his camp, establishes the strongholds, and takes over. Yes. And what we're seeing in Asbury is because people are praying, God is moving in and reclaiming that territory. But I believe God wants to move in all areas of our society. The, yes, the college, the youth are critical. They can take this word, as we talked about in the podcast last week, they can take the word out. They can take the gospel through their surrendered lives and change all the structures in the world. But are we praying for all areas? Because God can do that same thing. He can do it through our churches. Are we praying for every structure and that God will do? And it starts with prayer. It starts with coming back to the heart again. Again, I want to emphasize this. I don't want people to miss this point because God could do this without us praying. And people, they, they will say that. Well, God, He's sovereign. He's going to do it anyway. He doesn't need my prayers. But what does God desire? He desires that fellowship with you in the time you spend in prayer. He's seeking that relationship with you. And He's chosen to do it through prayer. So why would you forsake this precious time in building this oneness, this intimacy with God, and not pray? And yet God has put on the horizon in all of our cities so many needs, so many areas that we need God, where He's been taken off the throne, that He wants us to humble ourselves. Get involved being a watchman. Walk the streets and pray for the city so He can move in. And He can do what we know needs to be done, but He's going to do it as we build this relationship with Him through the power of prayer. Yes. And I believe that there'll be people listening to this podcast and maybe the Holy Spirit is telling you, this is something you need to get involved in. And and that's what happened with me is I knew that, that God was calling me to do this. And and it is it is a calling. It it's the Holy Spirit moving in you, telling you this is what you are to be doing. And so if, if people are interested in this, we would love for them to get in touch with us at His Vessel Ministries and let us tell you more about it. Let us share with you. Let us walk with you. What is a day in the watchman like? Let us walk through that with you so that you can understand it completely. Yes, because that's the first thing that we do. We always have from day one when someone comes forth and volunteers to be a watchman and pray for their city. We go through just a short time with them of how the structure is laid out, how it works, what is their commitment. We get the commitment from them because every day when it's your assigned day, you don't report to His Vessel Ministries. You don't report to Angela Hendon. You report to Father God. I get up when it's my watchman day and I say, God, I'm here reporting to duty. I don't call and tell someone I'm doing it. Why? Because I know I'm committed. As watchmen, we're committed. And our commitment is to Father God. And so we just show up at whatever time during the day. We take our assignment seriously. We take that prayer plan, that prayer guide. 
and we go in the city wherever the Holy Spirit's leading us and we pray. And two, as I said, in addition to what the Holy Spirit would have us to pray, because we've reported to duty to Father God. We're holding ourselves accountable, but He's waiting for us to show up and do it. And then people don't report back to us and say, I, I prayed today. No, when I look most days on this calendar to see who's praying, I look to see in Montgomery, who's assigned day is it? And then I say, Lord, they're reporting to duty today. They don't report to me. They don't let me know when it's over. I just know because they're committed. They said in this time when they initially signed up to be a watchman, they said, I'm committed. And you know, that commitment's before Father God. And what a privilege that is to humble ourselves and have such a relationship to God that we know we're reporting to Him. And it's all through prayer. And it's so exciting. I want to say this. I know our time is running short, but I want to say this. What really gets even more exciting, and Angela, you may have some experiences to share, is that when you see evidence of the power of walking and praying and being a watchman, and seeing God move as a result of what you're praying in your city. I know here in Montgomery, we've always involved the mayors in our watchman mission. We make sure they know about the watchman mission, that we're praying for their city. We ask them how would they want us to pray. I know here in Montgomery, we coordinate a Montgomery prayer breakfast once a year where we bring everybody together, bring all the watchmen together and pray for the authorities. And we, it's a public thing that we do. But every now and then we see evidence we see evidence of God working as a result of the prayer. Now, God doesn't have to do that. But I tell you, when He does, it is so encouraging, you can't get back out there praying soon enough. Because you know that it is prayer that's moving the heart of God. And as we said earlier, it is prayer that precedes it all. It's what prepares for the deliverance so that, that God can move in and do the great things that he wants to do. Be God. Be God. Maybe you can share some things that you've witnessed because you've seen watchmen and their faithfulness walk and pray, and you've seen God move as a result of that. Well, one of the things that stands out in my mind is this past fall, we had a, a group that was going to come into our city, um, this group of witches who were going to um, take over and do a parade down the streets and there were a lot of people who were very alarmed about that and the watchman we met downtown and we walked and prayed and just through being there and walking and praying we met other people who were down there praying because they were concerned also and they had they didn't know about the watchman and we were able to share with them who the watchmen are that that we do this every day this is not just because there is an emergency it's because this is what we do the watchmen are down here, like you are now, we do this every day. And so from that, we had people who wanted to join the watchman because of that, they, they weren't aware of that. Just through those prayers, and one of the things we were specifically praying was that, it, that a storm would come through, that it would just rain them out, they wouldn't be able to come, and that's exactly what happened. Mm. They weren't <laughs> able to have this because it was raining so hard that day. And people can say, well, that's just a coincidence. Well, you can believe that, 
but I don't believe that there are coincidences. We asked God specifically for that, and that is what he did. And um, so it's just things like that when, when, you, when you're praying specifically and God does exactly what you ask him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when people get excited about what God can do with, through our prayers. And he wants to do through mm-hmm. our prayers. Yes. And by you being on the streets before the enemy got there, yes. you were ahead of the enemy. Then right. you gathered just right preceding and God answered. He honored those prayers. And, you know, and in the watchman, we, we go and we walk the streets and people don't know who we are. They don't know we're walking and praying. They don't know we're reading aloud the word of God. Unless for me, I always take my Bible. Many people will take their, you know, their smartphones. But you're walking the streets. What is that saying to God? These are our streets. God, you own these streets. We take possession of these streets. And we don't want the enemy to take over our streets. I say this all the time. The watchman, our job, get ahead of the enemy. Let's don't be fighting from behind. Let's don't wait until he's there, invaded, and then we come in, which that's okay to do that too. But why not stay ahead of the enemy in the fight? And that's what we as watchmen do. And that's what they did in the Bible. They peered out there before the enemy got on them or inside their camp. And they fought them through prayer and involvement out there. And so that's how we see the watchman and how critical it is. I say all the time, we could save ourselves a lot of fights, a lot of battles, if we just get in ahead of them before we even know what they are. So, well, this has been good. I I, I love chatting with you, Angela. You have such a heart for prayer and such a heart for the watchman and such a heart for this state. And we know that it's all going to start with prayer for God to revive this state. To bring in that movement of God and restore us back to the heart of God. And so we invite people to connect with His Vessel Ministries and inquire about Watchmen. Watchmen, if it's already formed in your city, if it's not in your city and you know intercessors, you know, two or three intercessors that would like to start, it doesn't take a bucket load. Right. You just need, I say you need a threefold cord, three people to come together to begin to come in agreement and it will expand as you know, different intercessors in your area. Yes, I think that's one of the things that I wanted to point out is don't think that you have to have a large group to get started. Start with two or three, just like just like you were saying. And from there, God's going to grow it. Um, so just start with who you have and who is committed. That's the thing, who's committed to doing this. And mm-hmm. God will bless that. Yes. It will be a blessing. Well, thank you, Angela, for taking this time and chatting with us. And we just felt like it was important with what's going on, what started at Asbury, what's going on throughout our nation now, and people wanting revival. And we just felt like it was important to add this segment to understand if we want revival, it starts with prayer. And you want revival in your area, it starts by getting involved in prayer in your area to cover your territory. So this has been wonderful, but we invite you all out there to reach out to His Vessel Ministries. You can find the information below the podcast here. You can go on our website. You go up to the homepage and look under prayer. It'll take you to a page called Watchman. You can learn more about our Watchman there and how you can get involved. And we welcome you and welcome your commitment to be a part of the Watchman to pray and watch God bring and usher in revival. 
Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.